This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Do you feel like you're under the gun, you know, to get ready for that first game? Or do you feel, you know, confident that you have enough time and you'll have enough time to get ready? I feel good. You know, I, I, um, I love our team. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, by Marineland Boating Center, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Great. One example is um, the day that the, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceled. Right. And so that was right prior to a team meeting and right prior to a practice. And so, uh, you know, in today's age, you know that they're seeing it on their phones and all of it. I address it, at, I address it in the team meeting, but then we go out and have that. And that was the best practice that we've had this entire time. And wow. so it was just. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. The opportunity when it arises on the 12th or whatever day it ends up being, you know, we got play in uh, concrete, we got play on uh, patch of grass. They give us a ball and something to hit. We'll be there. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low T Studio, here's the Voice of the Bears, John Morris. And welcome to John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Sun is shining. Beautiful day underway here in Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. On this Tuesday morning, Coach uh, Dave Aranda in the open. Football is uh, on the field practicing today in pads, maybe. I think they were in pads yesterday and maybe again today, but I, I, I'm not privy to the entire schedule, so I'm not sure about that. But uh, they are to the point where they're going in full pads. So countdown continues for the start of the season, September 12th. We uh, still don't have uh, the opponent officially yet, looking more and more like Louisiana Tech, mm-hmm. but uh, but nothing official there. Gary, good morning to you. How you doing? I'm good, J-Mo. How are you? Everything's good. Everything's good. So, uh, Coach Aranda, we did the Q&A with him for the Waco Rotary Club yesterday, How'd and that, that was fun. Oh, it was great. I mean, he's always great. Rot- Rotarians were great, very welcoming. I mean, we did it virtually. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun to go to their group, but couldn't do it this year. So we just did it virtually. So uh, it went really well. And we're rocking along. I'm doing Q&A with Coach. And he says something about, he mentions Louisiana Tech uh, in the opener September 12th. And he says, of course, that's uh, not official yet. <laughs> so he finished his answer, and I said, Coach, are you breaking news here at the Rotary? Is, is it Louisiana Tech? So I just kind of threw it out there, and he, he smiled, and he said it. I think he said it's looking like it, but it is not official. The ink's right. not dry on the contract. They're still uh, finalizing all of that. But by him saying that, I think they're looking at Louisiana Tech. I would say probably behind the scenes they know for sure, but we're, <laughs> yeah. we'll find out here pretty soon. Yes, we'll know when we need to. It's a need-to-know basis. Exactly. When we need to know, <laughs> we will know. So, um, But that was great with uh, with Coach Aranda yesterday. So uh, so we had the kickoff luncheon last week uh, with Coach and Austin Thomas, and then the Waco Rotary yesterday. So 
making the rounds virtually this year. So things are finally starting to feel normal again. Kind of, yeah. I mean, those are Picking sort up pace of. And, and I said this to the Rotarians. I mean, that's a that's a history that goes way way back. Right. I know to Coach Taft days and maybe before. I don't know. But to have the Baylor head football coach speak to Waco Rotary right about this time, middle of August, mm-hmm. uh, every year is uh, you can put it on the calendar. They've had that for many, many years. I think it's definitely for me personally, it's definitely gaining momentum as far as the normalcy of getting back into the rhythm of things. But all all you see on social media on Twitter is you know football practice and everything. Yeah. It, it's just so it's so exciting to know that hey, we're on the cusp of possible getting some sense of normalcy that's true hopefully it continues down that right. path it's going down that path right now and hope that continues heard in Q's sports center that uh, Mejia stopped football practice yes. uh someone there a family member of a player tested positive so they just uh paused mm-hmm. on their football practice yeah there's a few different schools i've noticed throughout the state who have had similar situations so it's out there and you know we gotta expect it's not gonna be perfect it's, you're gonna come across something like this so as long as they can contain it and get over it quickly and you know, make the proper moves now i think that's you know a positive going forward and so we can continue the season yeah that's it uh you know pre- plans protocol they're in place mm-hmm. if something happens here's what we do right sounds like they're doing that so that's good news move in continues on the baylor campus so it's uh it's really a beehive of activity down there uh we'll visit with jason cook coming up in the hour jason is the vp for marketing and communications Mm -hmm. at baylor and uh just kind of have him look out his office window over across uh, from the robinson tower toward campus and see what it's like over there man i noticed yesterday and i'm pretty sure it's because of the right now with everybody moving in it was so packed in Waco. Oh yeah, like like all around the circle and going like every there was people everywhere, and yeah. I haven't seen it like that in months. Yeah, you know, and I was like, man, I was sitting there trying to think. I was like, well, this has to be because Baylor's moving back in. Yeah, so uh, it's definitely you're going to see more people out and about, and it's exciting. But at the same time, you know, I'm I'm kind of personally nervous <laughs> about this, especially seeing with North Carolina right. University. You know, they brought everybody on campus and started seeing these little pockets of outbreaks. Said, you know what, we're going to go virtual. So yep. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just the first of many schools who have to do this. We might ask Jason that. I mean, what, what point would you have to get to to went all virtual right. online classes? Um, because you're right, North Carolina did that quick. Yes. I mean, they didn't waste any time in doing that. See, and I think that that's smart because, you know, initially with what happened with Oklahoma, you know, we were thinking they went home, but, you know, we've come to find out that wasn't the case. So we got to be really careful and cautious because maybe – I don't know. You just have to be very – I'm just very nervous right yeah. now personally. Yeah. And I, I want everything to go smoothly, so just proper precautions. Please That's follow it. protocol. That's it. Caution is the key. Do the things that we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. If everybody does that, that will certainly help the situation. Uh, what you mentioned, I noticed also at, at HEB yesterday. I made a quick trip there to yeah. HEB on, uh, on Valley Mills, and uh, I just noticed a lot of – you could tell Baylor students there were more of them in there and then some parents with yes. students you know were walking shopping through HEB so definitely a pickup uh in activity there I went in and I had like a few things in my cart and I, I th- there were so many people jammed in the aisles and I see this one lady with no mask and I finally like you know what I'm just gonna park this yep. I'm out yeah so I told my wife I said I'm not going back in we're making an online order <laughs> because I, I, I just personally don't feel comfortable dealing with that and you're yeah. seeing a lot more people right now yeah don't you think that their online orders that HEB does are just skyrocketing I, I think they are you know and we did them for a while and then we kind of got out of it and started trying to try to be normal again you know mm-hmm. live a regular mm-hmm. life but now that everything is picking up I've 
starting to get nervous. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back to that. But yes, that is a very great option. Yeah. And you know, it's something that you're going to see more and more people probably take advantage of. Right. Uh, so I got to admit this to you. This happened yesterday. Uh, I had to go to a, a quick stop sh- store. It was a Sefco to pick up one thing for my wife. She was uh, in a recipe. Mm-hmm. She needed a small thing. She needed two cups of milk. So right. I had to go get that. And I was in her car. We had swapped cars yesterday. So in my car, I've got mask and, in fact, backup mask. Mm-hmm. In her car, I don't have my mask. There's no backups right. at all. So I pull up to the front of this store, and I don't have a mask. And, I, and it hits me, and I'm not going to walk in. I'm not going to do that. Right. I'm not going to walk in without a mask. The option was to find something in her car or turn around and drive <laughs> home and get a mask. And so I'm looking around her car, and there's just nothing there that I could use. I mean, I was open to anything. She had a pair of pants on hanger in the back of the car. I was willing to wrap that yeah. around my head and go in, but I didn't do that. But but uh, it was right after I'd left the station here. So I had this. I had this pouch that carries my headphones yeah. that I bring in every day here. And for those of you who are listening, you can't see it. It's like a black pouch, drawstring pouch. Yeah. It's kind of small. Uh, but the headsets are in there, so I bring this in and out every day. So I looked over, and I saw that, and I thought, could I? <laughs> and so I took the headsets out and kind of drew the drawstring tight, and I put the cords of it around like my ears. ears. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and it's like it covers my mouth, I mean my nose and my mouth, but there's nothing at the bottom. Right. So it kind of served the purpose. <laughs> so I wa- I knew one thing. I just had to get one thing. So I, I went in, went straight, got a milk. I'm holding the bottom of the pouch on my chin, you know, like like it's supposed to be a right. mask. <laughs> And uh, checked out and walked out a side door. So I was in in and out really quick. And the lady, I, she kind of looked at me. I don't know if she thought it was weird or if she even noticed or uh. anything. But I walked out and I thought, all right, got that done. Makeshift mask. Exactly. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I mean, I ran into that problem a few a few weeks back. And I was like, I wanted to go to the store. I was like, crap, I don't have my mask. Yeah. So I just sat there and I was like, well, I guess it's no drink for me today. <laughs> that's it. But I, I guess thinking back, I could have just put my shirt over my nose. Now, maybe. that's a good thought. That's a very good thought. You could just pull just, it up yeah. like a, a gator. Just yeah. pull your shirt, T-shirt up. <laughs> That's a thought. But I was not going to walk in without a mask. Right. I wasn't going to do that. I would have driven home, got a mask, and come back to the store before I would have done that. Well, so. you're courteous. Thank well, you. Well, I try. I ain't trying. <laughs> Goofy is what it is, is the way this thing looks. I would have loved to see that. That would have been funny. Oh, there's a picture. I oh share it with gosh. my family. I'll show you. <laughs> okay. There are pictures. All right. We're off and running on this uh, Tuesday morning. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. And Jason Cook will join us in a bit from the Baylor campus. He is over in the Robinson Tower in administration. He is the VP for marketing and communications. Just uh, kind of get the lay of the land with move in this week on the Baylor campus campus and what things look like going through this during a pandemic. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today. We may see a few high clouds from time to time, but no rain in the forecast. Highs top out at 98 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We drop to 70. And tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. Again, very seasonal with a high of 96. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Main Street is more than just a place. It's a state of mind. It's a place where neighbors help each other. When you need insurance, talk to your local insurance agent at the Nietzsche Group. They're right here, part of the community, and proud to be local insurance agents serving Main Street America. To them, you're never a policy number, you're a neighbor. The Nietzsche Group is ready to discuss your personal, commercial, benefits, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. That's 1-800-258-8302. Why not make it quick and easy to feed the entire family? Just stop by Bush's Chicken for Tender Tuesday. You get 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls for just $11.99. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Thank you so much for your time, Patrick. We look forward to talking to you next week. Did you hang up on him that fast? <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> you didn't even get him a chance to say bye. I messed up. <laughs> You know Simmy's going on I'm vacation. On vacation. <laughs> I'm going to call him back right now. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> what the hell just happened, Ward? I don't know. Steven's on vacation, brother. <laughs> I called him before the show See started, didn't I? <laughs> I got a call on the other line, and so uh, if we have a guest on, I got a call on the other line. I can hang up on them, but it always makes Q really nervous. Very when, nervous. When I hang up on the other line, it usually... It, it makes a noise. It makes a noise, and the, pers- the guest kind of drops out for a second, but they come back. So I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's 2020 and it's yeah. unacceptable that Steve doesn't know how to use call waiting. <laughs> That's the conversation that needs to be had going forward. Okay? Yes. It's Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. We uh, we await schedules, football, and otherwise. News out yesterday. Uh, this is from I think it was from CBSSports.com that Baylor and Gonzaga basketball would play this year. Uh, in in some polls, the number one and number two teams mm-hmm. in the preseason poll. So I uh, hope that happens. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a, that's 
really amazing. It, it, I think it just shows the growth of base, uh, Baylor basketball over the years. I mean, they went from an average program to an elite basketball program. And when you can get these scheduled matchups like on a consistent basis, that's just phenomenal. Yeah, nothing official yet. No non-conference schedule, no conference schedule either uh, for Baylor basketball yet. But uh, that was reported by CBS Sports yesterday, so uh, that'll be fun. Did you notice, is it at a neutral site or? I want to say it was home and home. I, okay, home and home. Let me double check on that. That'd be great. Woo, man, that'd be great to get them in the Farrell Center uh, and then go back to Spokane. Uh, we've been up there once before, maybe more than once. Um, and, uh, I remember it because it was the night after Baylor played in the, uh, holiday bowl, uh, beat UCLA in the holiday bowl and then, uh, got up the next morning and flew to Spokane and, uh, Baylor basketball played Gonzaga that night. So their, their gym on campus is, is small, really small, mm-hmm. but you know, a real pit. They, they caught the, uh, I think it's the dog pound, uh, I think that's right. The dog pound there at Gonzaga. John Jacobs, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, uh, really good home court advantage. And what I remember was it was over the holidays and the students were all gone. But, man, every seat was filled because when the students are gone, Mm -hmm. they open up those seats to people uh, that normally can't get a ticket in the place. So it was completely packed. And a great atmosphere uh, there. John Stockton was seated uh, like four rows behind Pat and I. That was pretty cool. So uh, uh, the other thing about that trip was we played the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, got up the next morning. I got my family on the Baylor football team plane coming back to Waco. I got on a flight to Spokane, played the game that night, and then we were on a charter with Baylor basketball and came back after the game, (laughs) that flight. So it was like, what I remember was it was like a 22-hour day from the time I got up that morning, so it was a Thursday that morning, to getting back to Waco. It was like a 22-hour work day, but uh, but it was fun. It was fun to be up there, and this will be a fun uh, series with Gonzaga. It is, and as far as scheduling, they're waiting on clarity to see how the non-conference season, if it's even going to be held, and then we'll determine where they're going to play at. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. But both sides uh, want to play. Right. Uh, Coach Drew and Coach Few are good friends. I know they talk quite often. And then, of course, John Jacobs is on Baylor staff. He coached at Gonzaga before uh, mm-hmm. coming back to Baylor. So a lot of connections there. And uh, with both teams uh, being so prominent in the way-too-early preseason basketball polls, yeah. uh, that'd be a great matchup. I mean, more than likely, when that game, if that game is played, which hopefully it is, you're going to see the number one and number two teams square off, and yeah. you can't beat that. Very cool. Very cool. Hope that happens. Hope we have uh, – you know, that's the thing. We're, talk- we're so focused on ba- football right now mm-hmm. because that's the next big sport up, but what about basketball? You know, what's it going to look like? Will they play conference-only schedule? Right. Will they limit travel? Uh, will they play in in pods, you know, or in uh, a bubble like the NBA is doing? Uh, you know, there's a lot of questions uh, surrounding mm-hmm. basketball, collegiate basketball this year as well. Yeah, and it, like you said, the focus right now is all on football. But going forward, we're going to see more attention on those other sports. And we cannot – I don't see it being realistic that we'll not have March Madness two years in a row. I think that what's going to end up happening is they're going to create a bubble scenario, maybe in Orlando, just like the NBA, yeah. and we'll play it there. But you know, more of that stuff's going to come out and be determined later on. Yeah, I watched a little NBA last night. Did you? I uh, MJ was home. We had a birthday dinner for my daughter Maddie, so MJ was there, and in fact, spent the night with us and went back to Dallas this morning. But uh, he had on Mavericks Clippers playoff mm-hmm. game last night. So I sat down with him to watch that, and I, right when I sat down, I told him, 
me sitting here for this last 30 seconds is the most I've watched NBA basketball. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't I've attempted to watch it, but I, for me, the game, it seems like there's a foul almost on every possession <laughs> down the court, and I just cannot get you – know, it doesn't keep my attention. Yeah. I used to love it. I used yeah. to love watching it, but it, for whatever reason, I guess things have changed. Yeah. I just wanted to see how this was on ESPN last night. I think it was. Yeah, because they had a quadruple header right. yesterday of playoff games. And I just wanted to see how they covered it and the virtual fans. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing that yeah. virtual fans uh, in the stands there. And pretty pretty good coverage. I mean, great coverage. Great way of, uh, you know, making things work in that environment. But uh, it was fun to watch. See, for me, I've always – I've been wanting to – put an emphasis on watching Luca and grow with yeah. his career. Cause I've done, I've done a terrible job like over the past of keeping up with like LeBron and just enjoying the greatness for what yeah. it is. Kobe was the same way for me. I just didn't follow it like I should have. And I've told myself with Luca really to, to just hone in and just enjoy the, what you're getting to see. Cause yeah. it's very rare when we see these types of players and for, I just can't bring, I, like for whatever reason, I just forget and I haven't, tuned in enough but that's something i'm definitely gonna have to do going yeah. forward is focus on them now that cat is good he's I, i've phenomenal. heard his name and i've heard the you know the raves about him but i really hadn't watched him he's bigger than i thought he yeah. was you know if he's they consider him a guard yeah he's big he is but man he was shooting from 30 feet out and uh doing everything on the floor so that he was fun to watch yeah, he, his court vision is second to none yeah i think probably watching him do some of the the passes to me is more mesmerizing that some of his you know shots that he yeah, does yeah just his vision is awesome yeah so uh nba playoffs continue in the bubble in orlando baseball continues rangers lost big to uh padres last night 14 to 4 i watched part of that also and uh a little bit a little controversy out of that game did you see that i heard about it yeah padres were up 10 to 3 in the seventh or eighth inning uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., who is an unbelievable player. He's 21 years old, but uh, take a look at him playing for the Padres. On a 3-0 pitch, he uh, he hit a home run. It was a grand slam, but on a 3-0 pitch. And it kind of uh, got the ire right. of uh, Chris Woodward and the Rangers. See, that's one of those unwritten rules that baseball you know, <laughs> has so many of. But at the same time, if you see a pitch coming and you know it's going to be a fastball in that scenario, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not go for it? <laughs> it is definitely one of those unwritten right. rules, though. So 14-4, uh, to 4, I think, was the final last night. Uh, people not happy. Rangers not happy with <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr. All right, take a break. On the other side, let's check in on the Baylor campus. Uh, Jason Cook will join us. Jason is the VP for Marketing and Communications. We'll visit with him when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show returns Brought to you by uh, Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. They are right there at the bend of Loop 340. They're on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Go by and visit Ken and Mary Sorley. They will fix you up. Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit Marineland Way- Yamaha.com. 
It's Houston Astros baseball on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Tucker hits it high in the air to right field. It sends back more at the wall. Looking up. See you later. See you later. Kyle Tucker with a walk. Catch all the exciting play-by-play action of Astros baseball with Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Coverage of Astros baseball on Fox Sports Central Texas begins 30 minutes prior to the game with Astro Launch. It's the defending American League West champion Houston Astros all season long on Fox Sports Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. There's a line drive into center field. The kick is coming on. He dives. He makes the play. What a play. It's center field by freshman Jerry McKenzie on a line drive that was sinking. He comes in and he dives. He scoops underneath it for the second out of this inning. And that's a sports center top 10 play. Boom. The home of Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Mejia ISD has suspended football practices until further notice pending the results of a student athlete's COVID-19 test. A family member of that student athlete tested positive, so now the school district is awaiting the results of the student's test before moving forward. Baylor Athletics updated their COVID-19 test on Monday. Currently, they have 12 total active cases, 10 of which are asymptomatic, 2 are symptomatic, with 9 new cases since last week. 
on the diamond. The Rangers were mollywopped by the Padres 14-4 in Game 1 of their four-game split series. Game 2 of the series will be this afternoon at 3.05 on 104.9 FM. The Astros have now won five straight after topping the Rockies 2-1 in Game 1 of their four-game split series. Game 2 of their series is at 2.10 this afternoon on AM 1330 and 93.9 FM, Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio and joined by Jason Cook from the Baylor campus. Jason Baylor's vice president for marketing and communications and chief marketing officer. And Jason, you hear uh, Steely Dan on the uh, rejoin, rejoin music as we bring you back. Knowing you were going to be on, I was trying to think what would he like, what would fit. I thought that fit pretty well. If, if you had your say, uh, what kind of rejoin bump? music would you have chosen for yourself stand by <laughs> stand by we'll get it up here and just say is definitely in that genre say again i'm sorry we we are uh say it again i said uh, i'm a big fan of yacht rock so uh, there you go steely dan is part of that genre there you go all right so uh my choice for you was okay then kind of in the ballpark indeed <laughs> Very good. Well, thanks for being with us. I know you're busy. It's a busy week on campus, isn't it, uh, with uh, move-in underway and a lot of activities on the campus? You know, quite exciting, John. Uh, today, the weather is just absolutely beautiful, picture perfect. And so uh, move-in is extended a little bit this year just with COVID-19, and we're trying to de-densify uh, the campus, as you know. So we actually had a self-move-in for some students starting on Saturday and Sunday and then yesterday. And then today and tomorrow is when you're going to have a traditional move-in where you have people driving up in cars, swarms of people in, in T-shirts uh, coming and unloading cars and just really extending a, a Baylor welcome and showing that uh, that Baylor Bear hospitality to our new students coming in. Yeah, it's always fun to see and how our staff and, and uh, you know, staff and employees all respond and, and volunteer and they're there, but I'm guessing that looks a little different this year, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and this year, uh, we've had spaced out the arrival uh, of people. We've extended move-in. It's an entire week now. And uh, so we're trying to give people some space. Uh, obviously, you'll see people in masks, which is a little bit a uh, little bit different. Um, but probably one of the biggest changes uh, that you have, in addition to just de-densifying move-in, is that uh, we are requiring uh, COVID-19 tests for mm -hmm. all of our students uh, coming in to, on campus this fall. Um, so obviously, uh, just a lot of extra precautions that we're taking uh, because it's really important that we start the semester off right and then our ultimate goal is to uh, to make it to the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, that's a that's a major undertaking, isn't it? To to send tests out to every student that's coming on campus, every person, faculty, and staff on campus. That's a major project. <laughs> 
You know, 18,000 tests okay. uh, mailed, uh, mailed to homes, and uh, uh, it's quite significant. You're, you're right. Uh, you need a, a Ph.D. in logistics to make this thing work. But, uh, but what we wanted to do is to really get a good baseline of uh, where we think um, uh, the prevalence of COVID is, not only uh, among students, but also faculty and staff as well. And uh, we'll do some surveillance testing um, throughout the, uh, the fall semester. And uh, in data is uh, incredibly important so we can monitor the baseline, but then also if there's any spread on our campus as well. You know, obviously with mailing out about 18,000 test kits to students, faculty, and staff, you're going to miss some addresses. Uh, some people uh, were in transit uh, coming from vacation uh, to the Baylor campus. We're working through those now, um, but uh, we've been really impressed with the, uh, with the results so far, and I uh, think it's going to set us off for a really good start to the semester. What can you share with us about the results that you've gotten so far from those tests? Yeah, really good question. Um, we're, we're running a little bit less than 1% um, positive, and, you know, it's a, a much different story than, than we thought we would see. And uh, also that uh, rate of prevalence is much lower than you're seeing uh, within the Waco community, but then also communities across the country as well. So I think the, uh, the and also, John, that number is really in line with a lot of other colleges and universities that have done the baseline testing uh, coming in. Uh, but the key is, is uh, we've got to make sure that, that the entire campus, particularly our students, wear face coverings, they practice social distancing, they don't gather in large groups or gatherings, and then all, uh, most important, they stay at home if they're sick. Uh, so we all have a part in doing this, and we have a big campaign right now on our campus called Family First to make sure that we're looking out for each other, not just ourselves. When you see what happened with North Carolina bringing students on board and then immediately having to shut it down because of pockets of COVID, is there any concern that that might happen here? Or is there a plan in place uh, if we do start seeing something like that? Well, hopefully it's a it's an eye opener for our students, and uh, they can see that uh, hey, this is this is something serious here. And you know, I, I think a lot of messaging got out there early on in the spring that hey, COVID doesn't affect younger people. Um, but you know, that's kind of a selfish way to to look at the situation because we have faculty who are who are older and in at risk groups. We have staff that help our students out. Um, so this really is a community wide effort that we have to, to work through. And so we have uh, the precautionary measures that we're taking in terms of, uh, you know, personal social distancing, face coverings. We've done a lot of things from a physical standpoint our, on our campus to help. But ultimately, um, it goes down to making behavioral uh, changes. So we have a, a really huge public health initiative, a, a campaign out to make sure that we, uh, that students know the symptoms, they know what to do, what to do and they also know the consequences of their behaviors. Jason Cook, our guest from the Baylor campus, Vice President for Marketing and Communications, Chief Marketing Officer, and uh, campus, uh, the, the face of campus looks a little different, doesn't it, with all those tents that have popped up? <laughs> 
Well, I, I will tell you what, it is uh, it is quite different. And, of course, we've had some alums complain that now we're going to kill all the grass. <laughs> but uh, we can get grass to grow again. Uh, but we've got about 16 uh, uh, temporary structures across campus. And, John, we, we refer to them as tents, but these things are, are really high-class tents. Well, They're that's true, something true. something that you would see at a sporting event or a, a PGA golf tournament something of that nature. Uh, They have uh, sides, they have floors, they have uh, air conditioning that will turn into heat as we move into the fall. They have Wi-Fi in them, electricity. And so uh, we've got 16 all across campus. And what that's going to allow us to do is to give us some more square footage for dining, uh, some more square footage for uh, student meetings and groups, uh, and then also some study spaces as well. Um, And so it's it's a huge undertaking it's got to change the the appearance of campus, but it's just one of the things we have to do um, given the pandemic that we're in right now. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's not fair of me to, to refer to them as tents. Those are much more. Those are much <laughs> I, more than I've tents. Never, I've never been camping with Wi-Fi before. Uh, no, so I don't think so. These are pretty sharp. Have y'all had to put any plans into place right now for COVID that you think might stay around for the long term? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. I I think that, uh, you know, a lot of things that what you're seeing are are more behavioral changes long term. I'll give you an example. Like our our president's council, Dr. Livingstone's president's council, we used to meet around a round table in a a pretty small conference room. And uh, over the past five months or so, we've uh, we've used technology, used Microsoft Teams to meet and gather. And what we're hearing from uh, from a lot of people that you're not going to have have as many in-person meetings as you have as you had in the past because we've all gotten used to technology. It's a rich experience um, uh, with uh, chats and questions and answers. And and for my purposes, it saves me a lot of time every day crossing underneath I-35 mm-hmm. back and forth from campus to to Robinson Tower. So I think you're going to see some changes in terms of how people gather, um, how people meet, um, also some personal things. Just uh, I think use of hand sanitizer and the amount of things that you touch on a daily basis, you're going to see some behavioral changes like that, too. Yeah, I can see all that happening. Jason, as it relates to athletics, uh, and football is back practicing, volleyball and soccer are practicing, but, you know, their situation for the fall is still uh, yet to be determined. But uh, with the general student population coming back and more people on campus, a lot of folks are, are thinking, you know, athletics and football was kind of in their own bubble. Now that bubble is, is, has expanded with the general student population coming back. How do you think, you know, as we reach this point here in uh, mid-August, how, uh, how might it affect athletics? You know, a, a really good question, John, and I, I'll tell you, it's like what a great incentive to have out there for students that, hey, if you do the right things on our campus, that is going to, to really allow us to have a, a football season. And I think that that's approach that a, a lot of colleges and universities are taking right now. You may have seen, you know, University of Alabama, some pictures over the weekend, right. and then you have uh, the athletic director and Nick Saban uh, jump in and say, look, we've all got to exhibit the right behavior so we can have football this fall. And I think that that's such a, a huge part of our 
campus environment, our history at Baylor. You know, football is a way to, to bring people together, not only just students, faculty, and staff, but our alums as well. So we're really doing everything that we can to have that campus experience this fall. And, you know, and frankly, we've learned a lot um, from what athletics has done in terms of onboarding uh, uh, the student athletes uh, a couple of, a month or so ago. And uh, we've had a great relationship. Kenny Boyd, uh, senior associate AD over health and wellness, has just been so integrated as part of our campus teams uh, from a health and safety standpoint. So, uh, so we know that uh, you know, our, our students, our student athletes, they are part of the, the greater Baylor family, and we need to do everything that we can to, one, work together, but then also to take care of each other, too. How do you keep, like, how do you keep fraternities from doing their normal activities and gatherings and, and that not carrying over and reflecting to football or other sports not being able to play from a spread of COVID? Yeah, that's probably the number one question that you have that we have in terms of off-campus activities and behaviors. And there's a couple of approaches to this. You know, first and foremost, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier our Family First campaign. We've really got to take the conversation a little bit bigger. It's not about us or our student organization. It's about the entire Baylor campus. It's about the entire Waco community as well. So we've got a lot of educational, proactive measures um, related to that uh, for sure. But I think the second thing is, is uh, you know, the governor or the the mayor, local government has a has a um, executive order out there of no gatherings over 10 people. Uh, that's what our community is following, and uh, we're looking for ways that how we not only communicate that but enforce that as well. So we could do everything uh, by the book here on our campus, but we know that students still live off campus. We know that they are, are social beings, and so we're partnering with our student uh, government, student leaders to help really uh, get that message out and a lot of self-policing efforts as well. So does the camp, will the campus police be you know, in charge of monitoring that and, and making sure that doesn't happen, like the gatherings over 10, or who does that fall on to hold that responsibility? Well, I think uh, I mentioned a lot of self-policing. Uh, you know, the biggest uh, the, the biggest uh, enforcement is peer pressure uh, at the end of the day. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, our uh, Baylor police and we'll work with Waco police because, uh, you know, the area around our campus is, is blended as well. Uh, you know, from a, from that perspective. But I think that the key thing is any educational effort is more effective if you can approach it on the front end before having to go through the actual enforcement measures. Jason, final thought. Isn't it heartening to see how, how well uh, athletics and campus and, uh, and the city and the county and everybody is working together, you know, with a common goal? Uh, I, that's really great to see everybody pulling in the same direction. Yeah, we've had some great leadership with our city officials, uh, with uh, Mayor Deaver and in the county uh, perspective, working together. And that's just really filtered on down uh, here uh, with Baylor. And, and I think that uh, you know, President Livingstone set such a good tone in a, in a spirit of collaboration. And, uh, and, and Mac is such a team player because he gets the bigger university picture. It's not just what's happening across University Parks Drive. It really is a partnership 
of how we work together. And frankly, that's the only way that we'll be able to have a successful start uh, to the fall semester and a completion of the fall semester in Thanksgiving is if we're all working together as part of a team. And that's really why we're really leaning into this family type of mindset uh, in this family approach, because families come together in times of crises. That's where we're in. Uh, and this is time really for the Baylor family to shine. Yeah, that's great. Great information. Uh, this is the final question. You mentioned Thanksgiving a couple right. of times, and uh, that's the goal, isn't it? To, to go through the semester and then get to Thanksgiving, not have a fall break, and really depart from campus there for the rest of the, uh, the, rest of the semester. Uh, you're right. Our in-person uh, class instruction ends uh, the day before Thanksgiving, okay, okay. and then uh, students will have a couple of days of uh, of online uh, instruction, kind of a wrap-up after Thanksgiving, and then final exams will all be online as well. So Thanksgiving is the marker, the date that we have circled, and all of our efforts are to do everything that we can to get us to that point. Yeah, terrific information, Jason. Thank you very much, and uh, always great to visit with you. Stay safe. Thanks, John. appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you soon. See you soon. Thank you. Jason Cook, uh, Baylor's Vice President for Marketing and Communications, Chief Marketing Officer, and really good information from uh, from the campus uh, of Baylor University. And you can see how it goes. It really does, you know, hand in glove with athletics and what athletics is doing. And you, you can't have one. Uh, you can't have one without the other, you know, campus and athletics. And uh, boy, it is really incumbent on the students. He, he used the term self-police. That is going to be a big, big thing here as we go through this. It's really important. And it, to me, it's just so difficult to rely on early, kids in their early 20s to, you know, self-police and because they just want to enjoy college and have that experience that everybody else has had. And when you're throwing a curveball like this, it's it's all about how you adapt. Yeah, yeah. Self-responsibility is going to be huge uh, if we want to, you know, play football mm-hmm. in the fall and continue uh, down the path we're going on right now, which is a good one. All right, appreciate Jason being on with us. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where you find them on the web pioneerboys.com 24 7 you can uh, get in touch with them see what they have to offer there the physical address in waco is 913 south loop drive and orchard lane you know where the brick is talking about uh, the baylor campus the old general tire plant the uh, baylor research and initiative collaborative uh there the brick uh with a right across uh, from the brick. That's where Pioneer Steel and Pipe is located. In Waco, they also have a location in Bryan. And uh, great family history. Four generations, same family operated business going back to 1943. How great is that? John Embry and his family going back four generations. And that's what you get with Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Check it out. Uh, custom metal buildings, they've got it. All sizes of pipe, they've got it. If you're if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and uh, you need some uh, input on that, or a contractor. Well, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. Check it out, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, on the web at pioneerboys.com. 
At UBO Business Services, we understand that the COVID-19 virus has changed the way we live and work, threatening businesses large and small. Because of this, UBO is offering companies in Texas the ability to freeze operating expenses for quarter two and three of 2020. A business last week took advantage of this with their $20,000 a month operating budget on copiers and printers. We saved them $120,000 over the next six months. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 for details or shunt at ubo.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. I love baseball. The Rangers try to even up their series with the Padres this afternoon at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Gallo swings. It's a high drive to deep center field. That one is beyond the reach of Grisham leaping on the warning track. Have you seen my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadell inviting you to join Jared Sandler, Zach Walchuk, and me. Swinging the ball, hitting the left center field. That's a base hit. Rangers vs. Padres broadcast begins at 2.30 with first pitch at 3.05 on 104.9 FM. There are times when you need a good doctor. And there are times when you need a good lawyer. But sometimes what you need more than anything else is a really good mechanic. Hi, I'm Jesse. Meet Jesse Britt, head man at Jesse Britt Automotive in Waco. He's not only a great mechanic, but he's also a really nice guy who'll tell you the honest truth about what's wrong with your car, what it's going to cost you to fix it, and how long it's going to take. Let's take a look. Any make, any model, Jesse Britt Automotive is your one-stop shop for automotive service. Air conditioning, transmission, brakes, tune-ups and tires, but alignments are their specialty, including 24 and 28-inch wheel alignments. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $44.99 wheel alignment special. Just $44.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. Jesse Britt Automotive, 828 North Valley Mills Drive. Let Jesse get you back on the road. You're good to go. The Ram Summer Clearance Event is still rolling on at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Every Ram 1500, 2500, and 3500 has been priced to move during this sales event, and we still have a better selection than the big guys. The Ram Truck just won the Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the second year in a row, and Ram Trucks won the JD Power Best Driver Appeal Award. There's a reason why more truck owners are switching to Ram than ever before. Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas Truck Authority. Check us out online or make that short drive because it's always cheaper in Cameron. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Mejia ISD has suspended football practices until further notice pending the results of a student athlete's COVID-19 test. A family member of that student athlete tested positive, so now the school district is waiting the results of the student's test before moving forward. Baylor Athletics updated their COVID-19 test on Monday. Currently, they have 12 total active cases, 10 of which are asymptomatic, two are symptomatic, with nine new cases since last week. On the diamond, the Rangers were mollywhopped by the Padres 14-4 in Game 1 of their four-game split series. Game 2 of the series will be this afternoon at 3.05 on 104.9 FM. The Astros have now won five straight after topping the Rockies 2-1 in Game 1 of their four-game split series. Game 2 of their series is at 2.10 this afternoon on AM 1330 and 93.9 FM, Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. A reminder, Unnecessary Roughness comes up at noon today. That'll be Q, that'll be Ward, that'll be uh, Stephen Simcox. Coming up on Unnecessary Roughness today in the uh, noon to three time slot, they will have... Uh, Patrick Walker of CBS Sports uh, talking Cowboys. Tim Watkins, Bears Illustrated talking all things Baylor. Jared Rogers, uh, part of the two-time uh, state champion La Vega Pirates. And John Wileen from uh, Mary Harden Baylor. And that's all today between noon and 3 on Unnecessary Roughness. Followed by the Matt Mosley Show. Matt Mosley 3 to 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. So all that coming up today here on this very station. Rangers do have a day game today, but it'll be over on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. Uh, so check that out this afternoon. I think 3 o'clock, 3.05, first pitch this afternoon for uh, the Rangers and the Padres, game two of that split series. All right, uh, let me mention a couple of birthdays here before we get out of here. Uh, it's Mike Barnes' birthday today. Mike in Austin, married to uh, Kim B- Zook Barnes. Kim worked at KWTX, and Mike used to work at KVU in Austin. And uh, it's Mike's birthday, so happy birthday to Mike Barnes in Austin. Great folks there. Mm, who else is on the list? Scooter Zuka's birthday is today. How about that? That's a big day. Pretty awesome name. Yeah, you got you like that. I like that name, Scooter Zuka. He's got he's a guy that has a uh, personality to match that name. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to. You have to with the name if like that. You got to have a personality. Yeah, like if you're a scooter, you got to have the uh, personality to match it. So happy birthday to him today as well. Um, I think that's all I've got. Short list for me today. Let me check another one. Uh, that's all I have. Anything to add? Garrett? None today. I do have some coming up, but not today. All right. So today's the 18th of August, the 19th of August, uh, tomorrow. If the Lord tarries, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Right. It is uh, my daughter Maddie's birthday awesome. tomorrow. So get everybody ready for that. Tomorrow is her birthday. And we had, as I mentioned earlier, uh, our family all got together for dinner last night. Worked with everybody's schedule mm-hmm. better to do it last night. So it was fun to have everybody at our house. And uh, MJ came down from Dallas. Great to have him here. He's on his way back to Dallas right now. 
and uh, just a fun uh, birthday dinner for Maddie, who is uh, pregnant, by the way, and due in October. But uh, fun birthday dinner last night, and then we'll celebrate. We're going to celebrate all week. Right. Tomorrow is their actual birth date. So we'll celebrate again tomorrow. You can't. I mean, you can't celebrate too much in a scenario <laughs> like that. So did y'all? Did y'all get takeout? Did y'all cook? We uh, Terry cooked. Yeah, and the girls helped. Everybody helped. So um, ask Maddie what she wanted. We would have done whatever she wanted, right. but she had one of Terry's recipes that that's what she asked for. So we did that. So it was great. It can't was be really mama's fun. cooking sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of fun last night, and uh, happy birthday uh, all week long to Maddie Wellborn. If you know Maddie. She is a uh, she is a hero in many respects, but she is a nurse in labor and delivery at uh, at Hillcrest, and and in fact, um, and her husband Art works at First Woodway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but Maddie helped deliver a baby this week, and the baby's name was Messiah. So <laughs> Maddie's Pretty line awesome. to Art was, "I brought Messiah into the world this week. What have you done?" <laughs> You can't beat that. That's Pretty good. Huh? That's clever. I that like that. That is very good. Very good. Very good. All right. We're out of time. We got to go. Remember Unnecessary Roughness today at noon. You, um, <laughs> The Matt Mosley Show today at 3. Thanks to Jason Cook for being on with us. Baylor uh, VP for Marketing and Communications, if you missed any or all of that. It'll be available as a podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com. Garrett, thanks. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Jamo. All right. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, stay safe. Wear masks. Stay social distanced, washed your hands, and we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah.